Welcome to another All Business Podcast. This is Ted Schubel. Thank you for bringing us up on your phone or computer or wherever you're listening. This is where we talk with area business owners, the people that make the region work. When we come back, we're all business. The All Business Podcast is supported by Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Most folks who work here love living here, and that makes a difference. At Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com, they're proud to work the hometown advantage around the clock, connecting local employers to local job seekers. Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com makes it easy to post a job and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. And if you're looking for a good local job, search jobs and apply online right now. Get the advantage of finding a job close to home at Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. We're at 33 Perchwood Drive in Stafford. Adventure Brewing is where we're at. Tim Bornholtz is, is, is back with us. Tim, you've arrived. I told several people, all I said was, I'm going up to Stafford to adventure. And all I had to say was adventure, and they knew, so that you've arrived. Oh, my, that's, that's a little intimidating. Uh, I'm not quite sure what to do with that one. I, I, I really thought, because in the past, you'd have to say, well, it's going to be Adventure Brewing, and you'd explain it. People know you. People know, and in, in the years... Um, since we first met, um, you've had an impact on this area. Well, good. That's that's good to hear. I mean, we you know we we try to get our name out there everywhere we can. We're also really big supporters of our community. This is, this is where we live. This is where we work. This is what where we want to be. And so, you know, we work with a lot of nonprofits in the area and just are constantly trying to help help our community out. So I think it's it's good and it's starting to show. Well, I should also mention you're, you've been involved with us and with, with with a number of things, and, and and especially right now with what's going on with the, the Children's National, and and you do right. the, the the open taps things. Yeah, we have a, we have a, a fun partnership with Trapper where uh, we make shut your trap amber ale, and a portion of the proceeds of every sale go to the go to the charity there, and uh, it's just a lot of fun working with him, and he's you know he's. He's an interesting guy, a great guy. He's a lot of fun. He's Trapper. Right, exactly. He's exactly. He's Trapper. You've got, before we get into, into, into some of the things going on here, Tim, um, you've got a, a pretty significant announcement. That's right. Yeah, we're opening another location. Uh, we're moving into Eagle Village. We're opening a, an additional tasting room uh, in the former Blackstone Coffee right next to Home Team Grill. So hope hope to be open by Thanksgiving. Wow, what a great location for, with what you have and just the clientele yeah. there. Super excited. We've got the university there. We've got the hospital. Uh, there's a hotel right there. We've got all the traffic on Route 1 and just, you know, I live in downtown Fredericksburg, and I'm I'm one of the notorious people of I'm not going to cross the river to go into Stafford. Yeah. Us, us townies don't do that. So now we've got a, a, a downtown or a, a Fredericksburg location that, that we can come grab some beer and not uh, not have to cross the river. Well, and it's an easy location to get to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right at the corner of everything. At the corner of College Avenue and Route 1, um, just right across the street from the university. You guys have a great story. Adventure's got a great story of where this started out with three guys who just wanted to brew beer. Right. We we started brewing in Stan's backyard and kept doing it more and more frequently and decided we should open a brewery. And, and I think we were just too dumb to know that we shouldn't have done it. And now look at it six years later and got big tanks and moving lots of beer and having a blast. I sit here and look at these tanks and it's it's it is amazing from what how, what you described and described of how you did right. it in your basement to this. Right, we started on Stan's back back patio. We would make five gallons, about five gallons a month. And now we've got these four tanks here are uh, six hundred and thirty gallons a piece. Then in the next room over, we've got some twelve hundred gallon tanks. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing to to when when you start looking at the quantity of beer that we're moving through here. It's, 
I can't imagine, Tim, what you have learned over the years. And, I, and if, probably if you knew what you knew now, you probably would have really thought about this a lot yeah. longer. I mean, I always say when I build my next brewery, I'm going to get it right. Uh, it, so many things. I mean, so much about plumbing and electrical and process and permits and the beer industry and, and beer itself. And it's just, it's, it's amazing that all of, all of the things, all the little things to just figure out how they work. Well, the industry has changed a lot since since you guys oh, got yeah, industry, involved. Industry has drastically changed. When we when we opened in 2012, uh, no, I'm sorry, 2014, uh, there were you know we were we were number 70 or so in the state. Now there's 250 or more, and more opening every single month. Um, and then nationally, the beer market has changed a lot too. Um, Getting, getting beer on shelves in stores is more and more difficult. You know, there's 4,000, almost 5,000 breweries in the country, and everybody's trying to get this, go on the same uh, same store shelves. There's only so much there's only so much room at a grocery store to put a six-pack out there. So, you know, tasting rooms have changed all that, and yeah. How have you, um, how do you get into, get into places uh, a lot of it is is help with our, our distributor Virginia Eagle um, they do a lot of the legwork they've got the, okay. the big relationships with all of the all the chains and everything else and uh, we, we take a lot of their direction on on that and and going to talk to people and it's you know, beer is very much it's a it's a it's a personal relationship based industry of you're not gonna sell beer because it's a comp- on a computer screen and everything you've got you got to build a relationship and you know it's 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 our community again it's the people who live here and the people who work here and it's just a one-on-one relationship well and you've done you've all have done a really good job at that um plus you've got a good product thanks i appreciate yeah we we try to partner with a lot of a lot of nonprofits around the area with the Fredericksburg area museum uh spca the friends of appahannock uh i think there's there there are plenty more too and just It's just a lot of fun. It's, you know, as I said, this is where we live. This is, why would we not want to make our community a better place? Everything, well, you, 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 when, uh, by the end of the year, when you get with the other location, but to have everything now pretty much based know. in Stafford. Correct. That's got to be a little bit easier just for, just logistics. It, it's, a, it's a lot easier for our brewers um, to, to have all of the equipment in one place. Um, you know, all, all the grains are stored in one place, all the hops in one place, and, and just moving kegs and everything else. It was, it was a lot of logistics having two production facilities um, and just constantly driving things back and forth. So I think this, this long term will prove to be a good move for us. Uh, yeah. We're up in, uh, up in Stafford on the All Business Podcast, Adventure Brewing. Tim Bornholtz here. We're at 33 Perchwood Drive. Really interesting story in the paper few weeks back as we, we you, you talk about hops and uh, and uh, just uh, the just some of the challenges that you faced yeah. in, in, in producing what what you produce uh, it was it was an education to me I, I, I didn't realize that, that, that getting the getting the grains getting the hops that, that some of the, some of this is, is, has been a, become a challenge it is a little bit of a challenge some of the, some of the hops that we originally brewed expedition IPA with um, I, I initially picked those because they're a very unique flavor that they bring to the beer. Um, a lot of other other breweries also love them, and and um, that particular one in Nelson Sauvin is made in New Zealand, and, and you know demand just completely outstrips supply, and they had some some climate issues, and so we, it just isn't reasonable for us to use that as one of our year-round beers anymore. Wow, what what a 
Right. What a surprise. Yeah, and and we had seen we had seen it coming. Um, it started the hop started getting harder and harder and harder to find, and and the price kept going up and up and up and up. And you know, we we made maybe ten or twelve different batches of IPA with different hops to try and replicate that flavor. Um, and and nothing quite matches that exactly. But I think what we've got now is a really really solid IPA. Um, the same same characteristics. It's a little bit different, but uh, same general characteristics. Just because this this uh, because because climate caused this, are, are are you concerned that down the line it, it could affect anything else? Uh, uh, sure. I mean, I think it's going to just continue. Um, there are always new hop varieties coming out, um, but you know there are a lot of people who want the same beer over and over and over. Yeah. You know, if if we were ever to change the recipe on Fred Red, I think we would have a revolt. So. You know, as long as we can keep getting the ingredients for those mainline things, um, it's, it's great to come out with, with new releases frequently, but the mainline stuff, people want it to taste the same. They want the beer to taste the same when they drink it in July as when they drink it in December. A lot of things that a lot of us don't think about, but I mean, the, right. you have to pay attention and, and, and just, just, some of the, just some of the costs that, that some of this all of a sudden when you start seeing things rise like that. Right, right. You see our grain costs, that are, they rise every year. Our hop costs rise every single year. But then you look at like a, a pint of, of beer that we sell, and it's the same price that we sold it for five years ago when we opened. And you know, there's 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 only so much that the market can do. If you know, if, if we charge tried to charge ten dollars for a pint of beer, we we wouldn't have any customers. So yeah. you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's there's always a always the trade-offs. I, I, as you just thinking about all the different things that you've encountered. Uh, since since you guys started started all this, is, is there any one or two or anything that things that really jump out at you that you never saw coming um, to to put something together like this? I think just the the, the proliferation of, of breweries is interesting. The way the market has changed, yeah. um, you know, the breweries that opened in 2014 15 all had these plans like oh we'll be statewide or we'll be mid Atlantic and everything, and it, it just it just doesn't happen. It's just there's just so many other good breweries out there. There's, you know, there's nine breweries in Fredericksburg, in the Fredericksburg area, and everybody's making really good beer. Um, I love going to the other other places around town, even, and, and trying what they what they got on tap. And 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 so customers in general want to drink what's local. Um, you know, you get Richmond, you've got an amazing beer scene down there with 35 breweries. Um, they don't really want to drink a beer from Stafford or even anywhere out of Richmond. Yeah. Um, and so it's you know it's just people love local they love supporting their local businesses and so it's 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 that's that's just changed yeah that's just sort of changed over over time one of the things tim i noticed uh, right away with 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 you guys especially you guys have, have such a good relationship with all the breweries around here have yeah. such a a good relationship with with each other yeah we're all friends we all hang out together we all drink together we all you know it's beer is a very social thing and so just by its nature um you know, we've we've now started a group, the Fredericksburg Area Breweries, and and kind of band together and work with uh, with um, Stafford, Spotsylvania, and Fredericksburg Tourism to boost boost um, brewery visits. And and we got a, a map coming out that's um, you go to go to five different locations and you and you get a hat or some cool stuff. So yeah. you know, we all work together. We're all in this together. Um, you know, the the local breweries that are around here aren't aren't our competition we're all we're all in this together and and bringing one more person into to to enjoy craft beer makes it better for all of us so yeah the whole tasting room 
idea. Is, 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 is that something fairly new in, in this industry? Yeah, uh, it came about, the law changed in July of 2012, um, and a couple of breweries really pushed hard for that, and it's, it's great for us. It allows us to sell a pint that we make in this building, we sell it in this building. Um, before that, everything had to go through distribution, um, and so it's, it's, it's just tough as a small brewery to make the, make the money work out when you have to go through distribution. Um, so it's, it's nice to come in here and we were able to build the kind of tasting room that we wanted to hang out at. And, uh, you know, it's a nice relaxed atmosphere and just come hang out with friends. Yeah. As we, as we move into fall, anything, anything on the horizon for, for fall that we should start looking for pretty soon? Uh, well, actually, uh, we're, we're brewing our pumpkin, pumpkin ale this, uh, this week, uh, tomorrow actually. Um, get that out about October 1st, but before that we've got our uh, big Oktoberfest celebration every year, uh, September 14th here at Adventure and 33 Birchwood Drive. Uh, it's a, a lot of fun. We've got German bands and dancers and Oktoberfest beer and more lagers and ales and uh, we've, I, I believe we're going to have a pumpkin spice uh, seltzer. Uh, it's a gluten-free, uh, low-carb, low-calorie seltzer. Uh, that's a lot of fun. And just kind of just having fun with everything, and just you know having a having a good old party. Well, and Oktoberfest for you. You've had Oktoberfest now for a number of years. This this is a this is a big deal, a big right. event. It started off uh, Jeff Fitzpatrick with Blue and Gray started Oktoberfest, and he's he'd been doing it for ten or twelve years, um, and we continued on that tradition, um, and 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 really having Stafford's big October biggest Oktoberfest, and we just you know it's it's a lot of fun to to come out here, hang out, listen to music, you know, live music all day long. Beer, food, pretzels. Uh, I think we'll have four food trucks and just, just, just have fun. It's a very family-friendly event. Absolutely, everything we do is family-friendly. So you know, bring kids out. There's there's activities for the kids, and um, you know, we've got uh, lots of different vendors coming out and come look at what we've got. And you said September, September fourteenth. September fourteenth. Yep, now, were you, you were the one who explained to me because I remember the first one of the first years you did this. And I said, but it's in September. And you said that that over in uh, in, in Europe, that's in Europe. when that's when the Oktoberfest right. is. Right in Munich, Munich the, the Munich Oktoberfest, which is the big one. Yeah, uh, it's a like a three week celebration, and that's September fourteenth is the day that that kicks off. Also, so yeah, it's, we want to we, we want to uh, build up that that good German tradition and and do it just like they do. Not quite as big, but almost. You're getting, you're getting there, and like, and like you there. say, this is a, this this is a this is a big event and a, and a big deal for Stafford right. County. Right, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of lot, lot of fun working with Stafford County too. Stafford County Economic Development has been fantastic to work with, and they give us ideas and help us with things, and and they're just so fantastic to work with on everything. Well, and this this is a big event, and this gives you a chance to to, to kind of showcase all that you have have here, and and, and for, like a lot of people take a look at all this stuff. Right, right. That day we'll have twenty different beers on tap, um, everything from Pilsners to Oktoberfest to Stouts, IPAs, Seltzers, you name it. We'll have all kinds of crazy stuff on tap and, and all kinds of traditional beers on tap, too. Kim Borholtz here on the uh, All Business Podcast. We are at Adventure Brewing 33 Perchwood Drive in, uh, in, in, in Stafford Counties. What, what, what are the hours here for the, uh, for the, uh, the, 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 the that you're open for, for tasting and that uh, kind of thing? The room is open Monday through Thursday, 3.30 to 10 p.m., uh, Friday and Saturday, noon to 10, and Sunday, noon to 6. So we're open seven days a week. Uh, we've got food trucks here pretty much seven days a week. 
So, uh, and if, if, if you don't like the food truck, feel free to bring something in for dinner and just hang out and relax and have a good time. You were one of the first places that I, I heard of when uh, the, the library has, I know, did uh, has, has, has book clubs that, that come up here and, and read. And I, I remember hearing about that in, in, in the early days, and I, I know that th those are wildly popular. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our book club, they meet here every month. Um, they, they pick really interesting books every month and, and talk about things. Actually, one of our beers that we have on tap right now is Bookworm Brown. And that came about because of the partnership with the library that uh, Christy, who used to work there, her favorite beer was a, was a Nut Brown Ale. And so we made one for her and she named it Bookworm Brown. So, and we still make it to this day. So it's a lot of fun. Are, are you still coming up with, uh, are, are you still yourself thinking of, of, of different uh, types, of, uh, types of beer you'd like to make? Oh, definitely. Yeah, Troy and I come up with a lot of recipes. Um, I'm terrible at naming the beers. And so I've, for the most part, handed that off. Um, Cindy and Heidi and Melanie that, that hang out here, that, that, that work here, are, are much better at that than I am. I, I come up with boring names like IPA or, you know, Hefeweizen. I, I, just, I just call it what it is. Yeah. They come up with fun names like Set Sail IPA and, and Class 5 Whitewater and things like that. So, so how do you better. come up with ideas? Or, I mean, do you, you just... You just think yeah. about something? Um, as far as recipes, we come up... Um, a lot of it is trying to keep a good balanced menu. So we've got, you know, 12 to 15 beers on tap at all times. And we always try to have a, a couple of dark beers, always try to have a couple of hoppy beers, always try to have a couple of fruity beers, always try to have a couple of other things too. You know, I don't want to have, I don't want to be the place that has 10 taps and nine of them are IPAs because yeah. that's going to really turn off a lot of customers. So trying to keep a good balance there. So and Troy and I constantly talk. Um, he's brewing a rice lager today. So super, super light, um, easy drinking, almost like a Bud Light kind of beer. Um, just because people want a lot lighter beer. But then earlier this week, he made our Wicked Nymph, which is an Imperial Stout, a 10% Imperial Stout. So all over the place, um, just kind of try to keep a good mix of everything. Um, really for us, nothing's off limits. I've actually got a couple of um, secret beers that we're coming out with on, on uh, September 13th, Friday the 13th. Um, we're gonna do five really weird beers. Uh, we don't tend to do really weird stuff, but these are gonna be really weird. Uh, I can't really tell you what they're going to be yet, but they're, I'm not sure I want to drink them all, but they're all going to be really weird. They're, they're worth, worth a sample, at least. So how long will you, will, will those be just like a, a, a one-day kind of thing? Yeah, that'll just be a one-day thing. We'll just make a, a little bit of each of those and uh, put together a flight of, of all five of them and, and see what you think. We're going we're gonna to have some fun. We're going to push some boundaries, and we're, uh, none of them are going to be traditional styles, that's for sure. Occasionally, though, do you find that something like that... You, you get one maybe that, that, that is popular, and so it may come back more? Um, yeah, actually, uh, uh, we've been doing a lot of Shandies and Rattlers this summer, which is uh, it's a very uh, German and English. Uh, traditionally, when they're out bicycling or something, they will, they will mix a, a light beer with lemonade uh, or, or lemon soda. And so that's been really popular. It's way more popular than I expected it to be, and so it's been a, a staple this summer. Um, you know, it's, we, we make all kinds of experimental stuff, and... If it works, we make more. If not, well, we've learned something. Tim, especially knowing you and Stan as long as I have, one of the great things about knowing you guys and hanging around with you, you guys, no matter how big this place has gotten, and I just look at these tanks and just think about, you know, where you came from. Yeah. But you guys are still the same guys you were when I when I met you before you'd even opened. <laughs> well, thanks. I, you know, it's, it's just beer. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's nothing fancy, <clears throat> you know. We we make this to drink it, and and <clears throat> again, it's a social, it's a whole social thing. So 
you know, drink drink a beer, relax, have fun, and don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, and in this and then this in this day and age, with uh, with the world the way it is these days, <laughs> um, this this is this is a great kind of escape escapism place. Sometimes it, you can go to. You know, actually, it is pretty good. I mean, when if if the economy's terrible, somebody's going to come have a beer. If the economy's really good, they're going to come have a beer. So. You know, we don't we don't talk politics in here. We don't that, we don't we don't do any of that. Everybody's welcome, no matter no matter what you believe. Come in, have a beer, relax, have fun, and just you know, be yourself. It's pretty cool. Again, the breaking news today is that uh, you're going to be in Eagle Village before the end of the year. Right, Eagle Village, little small tasting room there. Um, we're right by the right by the campus, right by the hospital, and and going to have fun. We're going to we're going to have some some experimental beers that are made in that location okay. just for that location. So I think. With with the college kids, I think uh, we, may, we may be able to even push some boundaries a little bit on, on experimenting. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, we're going to do this more. Thank you for Thank you. For, for doing this. It's, it's it's great to come up here, and uh, we will definitely do this more. Thanks, Tim. Awesome. I sure appreciate it. Great to talk to you. If you like listening to this podcast, please link, comment, and subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. You can also find us on Channel B online at b1015.com. Keyword podcasts. If you want to talk about your business, I'd like to hear from you. You can contact me, ted at wfvaradio.com. Ted at wfvaradio.com. We would like to highlight your business. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ted Schubel. We'll see you next time when we become all business. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the host and guests in this podcast are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting.